Welcome back to another episode of Entertainment Avenue. Welcome back on the Avenue, of course. Today I'm joined by one of our fan favorite guests, Kian Sor. Vroom vroom, I'm back on the Avenue again. <laughs> what kind of car are you driving today, Kian? Oh, it's a it's a sweet sweet hybrid Corvette. Damn, that doesn't exist yet, but someday it will. I'll be able to take my beautiful my beautiful luxury <laughs> hybrid dreams across the avenue <laughs> damn what a week it has been kian oh yeah tell me about it it's it's been a crazy week for me personally uh some of you some of this you know and actually now that i think of it there's one thing you do not know yet um uh -oh. i started i started a new job i uh, had my first shift uh at the day of recording it was it was really nice. I had a. And had a what, what what was this job like? How did you even get involved with it? I have a I have a small friend group, six people, and uh, two of those already worked at that store, and then I was searching for a, a steady job like with steady hours, and uh, I was I was introduced. They said like, okay, we've been working here for a year. Why don't you join us? And then one other unemployed guy in the group also said, okay, let me join there as well. And we both got hired, uh, like, right on the spot. So that's great. That's so awesome. Uh, Wednesday, there was a Nintendo Direct. It was... Uh, I don't know if you've seen it, Kian, but it's... Uh, it was amazing. It was, it was good. I didn't... I have to say, I did not watch it. I am not a uh, Nintendo. Okay, let me let me let me catch you up on some sort short stuff. Um, Please, I, I Mario, the Super Mario RPG game from the SNES, um, is getting a remake on the Switch. Very sick. Um, there's a new 2D Mario game, not a new Super Mario Bros, but a um Super or like Super Mario Bros Wonder. Uh, Will so it like be it's, that it's style. It's actually in a new style. It's like a cartoony style. Uh, you can you can search it up after uh, the recording. If yeah, you want. I gotta gotta check that. Out. Um, there's also a new Peach game being announced. A game mainly focused on Princess Peach. I don't know what it's about. We got like a twenty second teaser. That's awesome! I Peach is such a badass. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> and then also Luigi's Mansion Two, which was originally released on the 3DS, is getting a uh, remake as well. Uh, yeah, HD remaster. So happy about that. <laughs> and then what else? Uh, Tomodachi Live did not get announced. So that's I'm a bummer. Sorry. That's I, a bummer. I'm so sorry about that. Yeah, it's you okay. Know, that's near and dear to your heart. It's okay. I was crying inside, but I'm okay. I'm okay now. <laughs> Some time has passed. Yeah, the wounds have healed. Um. Then also, Thursday... I uh, taught my first ever class. I had a, uh, a school assignment and that was, it was for my English class. And there was uh -huh. this elementary school that had a special English day. So it was like everybody was taught uh, specific English, specific stuff in English. And uh, I was together with my best friend in a group. Uh, we were teaching together and our subject was food. So, uh, we had a cool game. We had like a me mega Jenga with like the full <laughs> wooden blocks. Uh, and it was it was like it was like a what a four feet tall tower. So that was really fun. Um, 
hope they weren't real wooden blocks that uh that no there like, were real yeah, wooden blocks dramatic no they, they were yeah they were real wooden blocks whoa like they weren't they weren't obviously made for jenga but like they were they were sanded down for like they were specifically made for jenga but it's like something you can only get like at a special place it was like a very big jenga tower okay okay but it, it worked out it was really fun it was uh but i think we underestimated the children because the tower only fell once and we gave 30 minute long classes so that's impressive we gave four um 30 minute long classes and the tower only fell once okay, okay so that's okay. I, I thought that was really good yeah and well done well done on you for teaching your first class yeah how cool is that it was it was fun you're, you're a teacher now <laughs> that's cool to say yeah well it was Not really fun job. because uh like i live in a in a in a like real neighborhood with like still small kids playing in the playground like in front of my house and stuff yeah and um like uh, when i when i entered the first class there were two kids that i knew from the from like the the neighborhood get togethers and then i entered another class and i knew other two uh, two other kids and then they all were like oh that's nice he's so cool that's uh, yay 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 so that was that was really fun that was really fun wow that's so cool my dude i'm so glad that you're yeah. involved with your community and like that's such a huge part of like giving back, you know. Yeah. You had great memories and times where you live, and now you get to contribute back to that environment. Yeah. How cool is that. And then I got one more thing before we get into our uh, real supposed uh, subject, Give and that is that is a little bit of a, a sadder story. So maybe get like get ready. Okay. I I went to that school Thursday. And um, Arcane was also supposed to teach there. Uh huh. And an hour before, I got a call because I was already there, and I had to tell the teacher that uh, Arcane couldn't come because he was in a car accident. Oh my gosh! He was uh, well, not a car accident. He was in a biking accident. Um, he doesn't know anything that happened because he was he was that like traumatized. And actually, he was in a coma for like half a night. Oh my goodness! So I'm that was so that was really scary for a bit. Um, and as soon as I could, I I called him and and you know talked to him for a long time. But um, yeah, he doesn't know what happened. Somebody in a far distance saw it, and uh, supposedly somebody crashed with their bike because they were looking on their phone while biking, which is, again, the stupidest thing you can do. No kidding. They were looking on their phone whilst biking and they crashed into him. And he, his bike almost did like a backflip, a half backflip, and he landed on his head. Ah. And, uh, so he, he was in the hospital for like almost two days. Then he got out and now he has to lay still for three weeks. Three weeks. He has to stay still for three weeks, and then after that, he cannot do anything intense for six weeks. So he can only like sit down and watch movies. But at this point, he cannot even he, he cannot even look at a screen because otherwise, he will get like like very bad nonstop headaches. Holy like that could actually God. mess mess him up for the rest of his life. So I wow. I, I I call him every day, and I I'll call him right after we finish the podcast. 
to tell him that I that I did actually uh, not t- t- talk about him in over here. Hundred percent. Because that that yeah. really uh, scared me. Well, I'm sure he's like he's one of your best friends, right? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But like, I'm I'm I I have a thing, and I also do not like that. But the moment that I get scared, or the moment that I that I know something is bad, I make jokes about everything to make it like feel better. Yeah. So the one of the first things I said is, uh, if he if he didn't want to teach, he could also just say that he didn't want to come. You know, that's one <laughs> you of the first humor things. Coper. That's one of oh the first things uh, I said, and everybody obviously it lighted the tension. So it was maybe a good thing that I did say it. Uh, and I also told him that later on the phone, and he had to laugh, and and that was good. So he's still he's still um, he's still going to recover from this. So that's really good. But the fact that they the doctors told him that if he landed a little bit differently, that he wouldn't be alive right now. Holy cow! And do we know what happened to this other person? Like, are they okay? As uh, well? well, what happened? Uh, they hit and ran. No way! They hit and ran. They got back on their bike and they got away. Arcane is a teen. Like I know, I know that. No, I know you know. They should have been like way more concerned about. Oh, holy cow! I. Oh man, that's horrible. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I don't know. People, people do it all the time here in their cars. So, I feel. Arcane, if you're listening to this, first of all, um, that's fucking epic. Uh, second of all, g- please, please get better. Justice. Yes, uh, justice for Arcane, please, and also, yeah. please rest and take care. Yeah, please get and better. And don't text on your bikes, people. What yeah. in the world? And then, uh, if we're talking about biking accidents, or like bike, yeah, it's sort of biking accidents. I want to share a, a stupid thing that I did like, this week. Uh-huh. Uh, I was on my bike, I believe it was yesterday, and I was riding my bike together with somebody from a different class because we had like test week. Uh, so we okay. had, I had a test and I had one and a half hour free and then I had another test. So I went like to my home and back. Yeah. Um, and he said, yo, uh, have you ever crossed your arms while driving on your bike? So the moment I did it, I, I fell off my bike straight, straight at the moment. And now I have like a a little scar on my arm, but it's uh it's okay. I I laughed about uh, it like right after I fell. Yo, I uh, <laughs> I saw I saw you post a little story about yeah. it in uh, in your Discord server, and you said you like leapt off your bike at the exact right time to not get. Yeah, I did like a James Bond maneuver. <laughs> I know, Hell but like yeah. I I I put pressure on my on my pedals. And I yeah. pushed myself off the bike so that I, so like my leg didn't get in between it. Yeah, between it and the ground. You know, like oh, yeah, God. between between my bike and the ground. That is some quick thinking, quick maths. Yeah. <laughs> Impressive. My name is Bond. Ties Bond. <laughs> Ties Bond. Ties Bond. But yeah, that's that's what happened to me uh, last week. So you could what? say that it was a little bit of a hectic week. Yeah, no kidding. But um, uh, yeah, yeah, yikes! Big news and also yeah, big 
big uh big worries but uh hopefully everything yeah. will be okay yeah everything everything should be okay in like a couple of weeks so good to hear that's uh that's good yeah <laughs> i had a, i had a good i had a good day in therapy that that's what Ooh. i had this week i had a, I had a good therapy day so <laughs> No, we love it. We love yeah. it. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> then the Kian. You... Yeah. In your uh, in your country, in the uh, USA. Oh dear. There's uh, something going on right now with the uh, with the movie industry. Yeah. Have you have you heard about it? Like, it? Seems like uh, some writers are kind of up in arms about. What's going on uh, with pay? Maybe pay yeah. pay I pay I yeah. Uh, For the people who don't know, um, there's a writer story going on right now in America with um, yeah. writers all over, uh, all over like Hollywood. I believe it's 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 taking place. Yes, all um, over Hollywood. All over Hollywood, Here. people are are stopping their their business and stopping writing for movies. Because firstly, and, they do and not TV series. and TV series, yeah. uh, like any any form of writing for any big uh, corporation, they are stopping their business because they firstly do not get paid enough, which I totally agree with, and secondly, they are afraid to be simply replaced by AI because of the things that AI can do nowadays. Yeah, it's it's been a pretty uh, what's the word um, a an exponential increase in like how much content AI is able to generate on its own. Yeah, and uh, I I mean obviously everybody knows that, but I don't think people realize in the sphere of of our our industry uh, entertainment how damaging and how uh detrimental the i the idea is of a force that can create its own entertainment without artists pretty much at all just with like the inspiration from artists it's uh it, it threatens to take away our entire industry yeah. In, in and of itself which <laughs> i there's there's more stuff to say on that and how uh real that threat is of it it doing it all on its own we, we can talk more about that later but it is it's a serious serious threat to people being who want to be paid for art yeah yeah what i also noticed in in i believe it was a little bit of a movement from marvel out that um, they released a new show, Secret Invasion, and the the intro in that show was made by AI. Like the the pictures in the back and the the video in the back was made by AI. Um, I believe there was a movement from Marvel out, out like, hey, um, AI is like is like scrolls with what AI is trying to be. It's it's like a fun play on on the Marvel universe. Um, and it's also supporting writers. I believe it was something like that. 
Um, but now it has been taken into controversy in a totally different way. Uh, people are yeah. going out and saying Marvel's Marvel's bad for doing that, and uh, they're not supporting the writers. They just want to go into the idea of replacing everything with AI. And well, you can kind of you can kind of get how it looks that way, I, I, right? I get it. Yeah, yeah, I get it totally. Uh, it's that point of like. And many, this has been talked about extensively, but uh, the point where parody and like uh, a a message that you're trying to send uh, in in a way that is in that controversial take, it's it's dangerous to be in that territory because sometimes people can't tell what your message is, and, yeah. and if you don't clarify, then like that's when you start getting into like wait did you did you really mean what you're saying you mean or are you actually just perpetuating ai as like this new tool you know like yeah. if you don't if you don't then clarify very loudly then you are kind of leaning into that message that people said that you were perpetuating yeah well, overall, overall, it's um, if I can believe the people from Marvel and they do not say that as like a recovery, uh, it was made as a play on uh, Hollywood trying to replace AI. And so I, if I, I, I feel that I, if I if I trust that and I really hope I can, that is what is happening. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And it's not I, I literally them, literally them going against themselves, saying, "Yo, we can play, we can, we can do anything uh, with AI now." <laughs> Mar Marvel's basically, uh, Marvel's basically being any student uh, who has to hand in an assignment one minute before it's it's due. ChatGPT. ChatGPT. <laughs> As a student, I can confirm that. Yeah, how do you how do you feel about it? I probably shouldn't say that because my econ teacher is watching this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't uh -oh. I don't use it for econ because we don't do projects for econ. But um, everything like if I if I have to hand in an art project or if I have to hand in an we're not necessarily an art project because art my art projects are all like opinion, but things like. If I if I forget to make something for history, or if I you know, ChatGPT can also come in come in handy. It supplements well, I would say, yeah. but does not provide an entire assignment. Hey, uh, if your uh, if your econ teacher is listening, uh, please assign an essay in the near future and. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and be on the lookout for some Kian, of those Kian, uh, Kian, chat Kian. GPT signifiers. <laughs> also, the year is over, so you can say whatever you want. Ah! Uh, <laughs> darn it! I can't get you assigned any more work. Oh, <laughs> uh, I did make my e contest yesterday, so. Oh. Do you feel good about it? I didn't do that. With, well, I, I assured myself because I didn't feel really good about it. But then I Googled, uh, like I, I calculated what I had to get to, to stay. Uh, stay passing. To stay passing. And that is a 0 0.8. And oh, okay. uh, what you get for participating, for what you get for writing your name on the paper is already a 1. Nice. Okay. So basically, <laughs> if I get everything false, I still pass. 
So that is nice. So happy for you. Well done in econ. <laughs> Thank you. Ah, uh, shoot. Okay, so <laughs> let's let's yeah. roll it back. Real let's quick. roll it back to the to the actual subject. So you uh, you said earlier on uh, that the writers are worried about AI and they're worried about pay. Yeah, they are worried about pay. But let's get a little specific. Um, yeah. The, the the pay that writers are really worried about right now is uh streaming pay yeah uh, every almost everywhere in the industry uh i wouldn't say things have kept up uh because streaming has come up so rapidly as this new uh tv and film media source um but everything's kind of started scrambling to accommodate for this new for this new area right and uh writing did not keep up they are they are working minimum for minimum pay and they are getting these small teams of writers in rooms like they've never done it before yeah. and they get them in for one episode and then they shuffle them off and get a new team of writers in so that they don't have to pay anybody for their longevity there. Is yeah. that wild? That is wild. Well, this might be this might be a um a wild opinion, but to be honest, I think um alongside with people like doctors and and um lawyers, I think writers being a writer is maybe one of the most challenging jobs in the world. It is. It because is. you have to make, make, you get certain points and you have to write an entire story for that. Mm -hmm. And not even, not even short stories. It's, it's because a short story, obviously everybody with a right mind can write a short story. Everybody with a right mind can write a good story. Fair enough. But the moment like you get the assignment to write a movie and you get um I don't know if you if you heard the story about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness but the writer there the writer who wrote the movie got one and a half months to write that movie That's not there's just no There was time. In, they were in lockdown and they last minute got the uh got the the like they said like okay uh, it's corona time but we can still shoot this movie within this time limit so the writer had to like hand in pieces of the plot at the time. He said, okay, this is 100% guaranteed. We're, we're going to do this guaranteed no matter what the end is. This is certain. Go shoot this. And then in the meantime, he would spend 24 hours writing that. Obviously, he did get a lot paid for that, uh, I believe. Yeah, but... Because it's he spent like 24 hours a day on that. Yeah, which is inhumane. And inhumane, unhealthy. true inhumane unhealthy um but still that is for a person getting paid minimum wage obviously the writers love writing but if you have to do it minimum wage i mean if you're a writer and you have that creative sense you should be able to you know afford rent and you should be able to afford things that you like because and that's exactly their whole problem yeah because like, uh, yeah it's being turned into a gig economy and people cannot survive off of that. Yeah, but that's as, also as... with actors, right? Yes. Yeah. Actors, writers, the even even the directors yeah. are 
are up in arms. I, they just they just got a deal, um, I believe, for a five percent. Uh, I think it was an increase, some, something like that. The writer, the directors, just got a deal, and yeah. they are also going to be, uh, I believe, paid more streaming. Uh, rights? Not rights. Uh, re revenue. Ruh. <laughs> Ruh. I got it. That's the word. <laughs> I don't, you want me to tell a story? Residuals. Residuals. That's residuals. Okay. Yes, they need uh, streaming residuals, and they they recently got that. I think in a deal with AMPTP. Okay. Um, but go ahead. That's your story. You want me to tell? Um. Yeah, what I wanted to say is any any person who does any job. So say you are a store clerk, you are a a a um stock clerk like me. You you fill up um you restock stuff for for money and you feel like you do not earn enough money to, you know, keep your household running. Mm-hmm. What you do is you work more hours. Mm-hmm. writers and actors cannot do that they cannot just go to the director and say yo we need to do an extra show because i need to afford my rent <laughs> they they just have to do what they have to do and they do it minimum wage can we put in an, an extra episode here i i really feel like i just need these groceries for this month so we could get an extra episode that'd be we, good we can yeah we uh, yeah we, we can do something <laughs> we can fix something but yeah, you're it's, absolutely it's right. Like it's wild, they, and because it's turned into such a gig economy, people need like 15 other jobs to support themselves. Yeah. And do you know what that does for artists? It makes them not burnout. make art. <laughs> yeah, it burns them out real bad. I mean, I'm I'm gonna compare myself to the to the writing economy, to the writing uh, people right now. It's not it's yeah. not a good comparison, but my my videos over on YouTube, I make video essays for people who don't know. Um my my Tomodachi Live video, for instance, um, I love writing those, but it takes so much time to make those mm-hmm. that I have to either um do less for school or make less videos. And in the YouTube world, it is if you do not upload, you do not make money. Mm-hmm. Sure, if you have a video that's that's like still getting a thousand views a day, sure you get money, but you do not get uh, enough to make it a job. So, um, if if I were to, you know, not like what I do right now, I took three weeks off because I have my test weeks and I have to get some some grades up. If I do that, if I get paid and it's my main job. I straight up do not get paid for like three months or or like two months because the fact if I, the moment that I start re-uploading again, my videos do not get any views and I have to reboot all my viewers. I have to get all those viewers back. I have to get them to watch my videos again and I have to get those watch hours mm-hmm. and that simply does not work a lot. Yeah. And if you're, 
if you're starting it back up and up and up again, then people have a hard time trusting when they're going to be able to see you back again. Yeah. You lose your community. Yeah, you do. And obviously, if you have a good community, I mean, the dinos are pretty solid in just, you know, coming back when you start streaming again. But, I mean, you, you've literally done it. You've, you know, you've been to San Francisco for three months. Sure, you stream. You stream sometimes, I, but I f- I feel like I feel like you're right. Like every time I would have to I would have to build my stuff back up again so that yeah. people people knew that they could trust me to be back there next week. And I and you know like that with these shows, like yeah. if if they're not coming back, people are going to forget about them, and these big companies are going to lose their money. So yeah, you're like you're exactly right, and they're going to need to shape up their acts if yeah. they want to continue making the money that they were making because there was a huge uh, like the renaissance out of covid was amazing and made them so much money yeah. just like unbelievable amounts of money and ev- everyone else in the industry who wasn't a top exec didn't see their bottom line come up like the exact yeah, what I yeah I just wanted to say you know who also made money during that time corporate streaming services Good. Disney plus Netflix HBO Max they Amazon Prime they made so much it's money. yeah they made tons of fucking money you know what they did with it not pay their writers yeah they uh locked it up <laughs> They put it in that big vault with a Walt Disney logo on it, and they yeah, called yep. it a day. Or, or they put it into uh, other stocks for themselves. Uh, yeah, with all that true that they true good stuff. No, it's good because it kept it keeps them making money, and it keeps us uh, poor in in abject poverty. Cool. I mean, that's that's the the end all be all of it i mean look at it like this nintendo i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna go to a front that i know nintendo um what did they do with this launch of the switch did they make new games sure they made breath of the wild which was kind of a wii u port but sure i'll let it slide um they made mario odyssey they made splatoon 2 those those type of games but ever since then the only th- the only stuff that they did was re-release older games and in the meantime they farmed millions of millions even billions of dollars in the last 5 years i i want to say they released more ports than original games mm. and they still make a shit ton of money that's why everybody was so hyped for this uh, direct we got uh, new Mario Kart courses. Um, we got a new 2D Mario game. We got a uh, new Peach game. What what else? We got a new Detective Pikachu game as well. Actually, that's actually that's pretty exciting. I forgot to talk about that. I like that. Do you want to talk about it now? Yeah, I'm not really into the, into Detective Pikachu. Like I do, I do not know a lot about Fair Detective enough. Pikachu. Um, do you? I don't know anything about. I haven't done any research into how Nintendo has paid its employees. Do do you think do you feel like they do a good job? I am actually making a video about that. <gasps> Whoa! Well, actually, I stumbled upon private content. <laughs> <laughs> you stumbled upon an insider. 
Um, well, I'm, well, not necessarily that, but I'm making a video about music rights for Nintendo. And I'm also doing a little experiment uh, for that, but I don't think I should label it on the podcast because that kind yeah, of ruins no. the part of the experience yeah, of the no, experiment. Keep, keep um, it close to your I want to watch it. Yeah. But I'm, I'm making a video about um, how does Nintendo get the rights to their music? Because if you, um, you know, if you release a video with a Nintendo music in the background, you do not get copyrighted. If you do that with other songs, you do get copyrighted. Mm -hmm. But because it's not been released as actual music, as for wow. uh, an actual loose song on Spotify or on any anywhere else, yeah, it cannot be copyrighted. It doesn't have that same. And that is actually, I'm I'm teaming up with my dad and with a um with a music economics teacher in the Netherlands for that. Um, well, actually, for that teacher, it's as far as they can help. Uh, they said like they don't know a lot about the gaming front, but uh, if if they if I have a general question, I can ask that. So that's, that's really nice. Um, how how cool is that? Going to have a panel of experts. Yeah, it's actually really it's really really good. I'm I'm looking forward to that big time. It's probably I'm, if it if it ever finishes, it's probably going to release in like November. Okay. Oh man, it's so far away. So much shit that I have to do for that. Well, it's all—it's sure. almost July. It's almost the seventh month of the year. I guess. I mean, it's four months. Fall. More four months are over. It's only the fall. Yeah. Yeah, we're in summer. Wild. We're all, dude. We're already almost halfway summer. Dude, twenty twenty-three. Can you believe it? Ugh. It's. Yeah, I don't know. I'm okay. I'm just hope. I'm hoping that nothing comes out of this writer's strike, like the Donald Trump presidency. Do, have you heard? Have you heard about this? Uh, How, I, don't like, know, I don't know what you want to address. I don't so, know where you're going with this. I just really, really quick, like to, yeah, do, to address how serious. Keen's going to do a an, a teaching. Yeah, not not long, not long. Just a little story. Um, Class back sit in, down. Yeah. Everybody, everybody take a seat, grab a snack, a drink, apple juice. Um, apple back juice? In 2000s. I'm drinking yeah. iced, I'm drinking iced tea, bitches. Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, you can have your iced tea, too. Just uh, stay mm. caffeinated. Back in 2007, as generally everybody knows, there was another WGA strike. And uh, at that Wait, time... 2007 or 2017? 2007 okay that was mm -hmm. the last uh big writer's strike uh, mm -hmm. well it was the last writer's strike and um at that time the apprentice uh was starting to peter out and donald trump was losing his credibility as like a businessman and so we can't say for sure if if the writer's strike had not happened would this have happened? We can't say. But uh, Trump was able to parlay his position into being on Celebrity Apprentice during this strike because reality TV is what you fall back on when mm -hmm. there's a writer strike going on. P.S. There are writers for reality TV shows, but they are not part of the WGA. So that is why that happens. Um, and 
America got to see Trump uh, once again as this booming businessman, where uh, in contrast, starkly to his business ventures, which were poorly failing at the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, America was like, wait a minute. Yeah, Donald Trump is sick. (laughs) Donald Trump is awesome. And it totally reframed uh, his image in America and set up his his pathway to the presidency so i'm hoping nothing like that happens right now damn Lin yeah. manuel miranda for president no oh my god <laughs> oh my god do not even joke do not even joke <laughs> and then his dad comes to rule the whole country it's great what that's who's pulling the strings behind Lin manuel miranda <laughs> Oh, I didn't, I even, I didn't even know that about that. that. That's not that's not the focus of this particular episode. <laughs> I didn't even know about. If you that. ever want to get into that more, I uh, I'm happy to talk about it. <laughs> I'll probably got to get you on for another episode. Mm, sounds Keen's, like teens class. Keen's classing. <laughs> Keen's class where you sit your ass down. I don't know. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. Well, I. Overall, people who um, underestimate what writing, um, how important writing is. I mean, I, I told uh, my best friend about the writer strike, and he he like he was wondering by himself like uh, writing isn't that important, right? And I, I I every time now that he is watching a Netflix show, I'm saying, hey, who do you think made that? Who do you think made that show? literally and every time every time because i explained it to them and then he said oh wait fuck if i if you think about it like that writers did a lot for this country uh-huh. <laughs> so uh-huh. I, uh, I got him a little i got him a little educated it's one of the first things you notice that's lacking in a tv show if if you feel Oftentimes, if you feel like something's off in in show you're watching, you're like, "Ugh, this is bad TV." It's often because the writing is bad. Yeah, it doesn't flow. It doesn't uh, set up the story well. It doesn't continue storytelling. It's not an easy craft to just color in. True. You can't get away with a lot of stuff. Well, I mean, um. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in a story. Kean has been here for the entire road, but you guys uh, at home or wherever you're listening to this, um, you do not probably notice um, unless you are one of my good friends. But in um, the holy month of November 2022, I had the idea to write a movie plot. I wanted to obviously um, I'm, I'm, I'm probably should say um, I really want to become a movie writer uh, somewhere in my life. Uh, I don't know when, I don't know how it's going to happen, but I really want to do that. Hell yeah. And I just, I started writing a movie plot. I watched a lot of movies that winter. Uh, it was also, it was, um, I want to say it was lockdown. No, it was not mm. lockdown. Yeah, this was the first winter we did not have lockdown. Like November 2022 to uh, like the winter of 2022 to 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, but at least I like I watched a lot of movies um, 
in that in that period and uh i wrote a lot of lore i wrote like i want to say two pages of 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 plot uh like inspired by a lot of movies there's like action inspired by by john wick it's um just some stuff that i saw in other movies that i really liked that i tried to implement in this movie which maybe made it a little bit over the top um like an artist right hmm? you gotta steal like an artist no but like so. like little stuff like um the first scene also being the last scene like you know like that kind of stuff yeah so like yeah. things you used like it <laughs> no it's it's okay Okay. But like okay. things being used like everywhere or plot twists, you know, that that kind of stuff I tried to implement in there. Yeah, exactly. And Deal with the artist is good. You you read the uh, final script or like the final plot? Yes. And you can uh, maybe you can say something about it while I take a take a sip of my drink. <laughs> Cuz I'm really thirsty. Um Yeah, I really I really like how it uh, how it borrows from the classic stories. Um I I I think it's a a good like inter interpretation of of all of those all of those classics um and I I feel like people will find a lot of comfort in your in your plot because it's like it's not like a you know it's like a callback to everything we love about a born identity or a John Wick or a 007 right it's got like the, the twists and the mm-hmm the uh is is he gonna make it and by all odds you know he makes it yeah so i i think i think that in that way it's a it's a really cool callback to everything that i it's very very american uh yeah it's a callback to american media and it's and it's heyday yeah i also want to let you guys uh know that keen is not being paid to say this no, um that's true this is Not this fun. is general uh generally what Keen thinks of my of my movie plot. <laughs> I hope. Yes. <laughs> why would I why would I say something I didn't believe? I don't know. Because otherwise you wouldn't be on the podcast again. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. Imagine. <laughs> uh, Keen doesn't like my plot, so I'm not gonna invite him to my birthday party kick him off of my podcast i'm gonna edit him out of every single bring your, episode bring your swimming ever. gear but i'm not gonna tell you what you guys are doing oh boy <laughs> that's a throwback right like yeah. getting an invitation to a to a birthday party and saying bring your swimming stuff but i'm not gonna tell you guys what we're gonna do <laughs> ah. dangerous times yeah being a private inge- investigator to figure out the decoded message in the birthday party invite. Yeah, that those are those are the real. Those were the things. days. Yeah, yeah, you had to figure out what you were doing. Do mm-hmm. I need a toothbrush? I'll probably need a toothbrush. <laughs> uh, I also want to note uh, one more thing that I that also happened last week. I'm 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 remembering everything from last week now. Um, I don't know if you knew if you noticed this, Kian, but uh, Smosh got back together. Yeah, didn't they buy it? Yeah, they bought their own company back. They bought Smosh. Yeah. 
that's wild. Uh, I don't know. How much was it worth? Do you know? I have no idea. I'm going to look it up. Apologies. You can, you can look it up. If it's, um, it's probably in a million somewhere. Because they were, like, one of the first channels that got monetized on YouTube. Yeah, right? They were... Yeah. Like one of the first big ones. How much... yeah, okay. They were Enjoy. actually the... The... One of the... One of the first ten channels to be monetized. Wow. What a legacy. That's a legacy. Because I... You oh. know, I'm so sorry. I, I'm I'm understanding what happened. Yeah, that's Red what I wanted to say. No, oh, okay, go ahead, go ahead then. Yeah, because um, obviously we know Smosh from the good old days, and um, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell it very shortly. I saw a one hour documentary on the channel of Anthony Padilla. Yeah, uh, Anthony left because Smosh was being bought by a mother company, and that mother company forced Anthony to make videos that he didn't want to, and he didn't envision doing those videos when making Smosh. So he left in 2017, I want to say. Okay. And um, then that mother company died. And because they didn't want to flop um, Smosh, Red and Link bought back, um, bought Smosh at that time. In 2019, it seems like. Yeah, in 2019. Uh, because that that's when the original mother company um, went bankrupt. <laughs> and down in flames. And... When Ian and Anthony were thinking about uh, rebuying Smosh, Red and Link said, yo, if you want to do that, we're totally behind you because it's not about the money for us. It's about the legacy. Hmm. So they sold back. Uh, they sold back Smosh. Uh, for, for, its, for its value, obviously. So still making money from it. Um, don't know what to think about that, but well, actually it's basic business, but true. Um, and now they have Smosh again and it's back to the good days. Red and Link are, they're really trying to, I think it's really noble, their pursuit to kind of like preserve good YouTube. Yeah. That's, it seems well, like that's kind of what yeah. they're trying to do. They have a creator program now, right? And like, yeah. They're just, they're trying to, it seems like they're trying to do good things. I, oh, I, don't, I don't know. know if, I don't know if you've seen the shit that comes out on YouTube these days. No. <laughs> not much, like, I, I watch a lot of YouTube, but uh, lately, I, you're not going to know this show, but um, because it's Dutch. But there's this Dutch show, uh, it's called Bose, which literally translated to uh, angry or furious. Mm. And it is people who have been scammed out of of like thousands of dollars they send an email to this show which is being funded by the dutch government or not the dutch government but like one of the dutch biggest television uh, programs mm. and they and then the host um basically finds all the details about the scammer and confronts them. He just goes in like, hey, uh, uh, you're going to give him back this money. Uh, you're going to apologize to all these people. This is what's going to happen. And you're going to do it ASAP. The Dutch kid boga. Basically. 
but it's 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 a really good show and it's like 40 minute episodes of him uh finding like information on facebook and stuff and then uh just going to this guy's office or like there was uh, somebody who said uh, that they had seven different cancers just to rip people off. Oh my gosh. And he actually said that to somebody who just lost his dad to cancer. So that's... Oh, cool. That's Very So he went, he went to that guy and he confronted him like, Hey, um, what the fuck do you think you're doing? Wow. But he has like really good morals. Like he, he never swears. He, uh, he never... Even if he gets punched, he in one episode he got his jaw broken by one of the scammers, and he never hits back. Holy Always cow. keep your hands to yourself, so you never get blamed for anything. <laughs> no, but that's like that's really no, I know. Yeah, I I uh, I respect that. I respect that. And also, <laughs> uh, the show is is popular to Dutch people, and that's mostly because. Uh, is there in the in America? Is there like uh, the voice? Is that something in America? Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. You also have the voice of Holland, and uh, behind the scenes, apparently, of the voice of Holland, a lot of like um, raping and sexual harassment uh, went around. Whoa! And this guy just went on to confront the. Uh, judges and went on to confront the band member who did such stuff and then uh, also went to the person who uh, like has the television uh, channels you know like he hosts the the shows and he says yo why the fuck don't you fire these people and he says they're making me money of course the bottom line right that's that's basically what it comes down to and it's that's really good that he does that stuff and i really support that i mean somebody has to expose and speak up for all of the shit that's happening it's life in the entertainment industry and i'm glad that i'm glad that somebody on youtube is speaking up about it well it's it's basically television but because it's not being um because they want a bigger audience to see it, they post it on YouTube instead of posting it on. Oh, great! On TV. Okay, so they yeah okay they're like just they they want it to be their... like worldwide, so they yeah. do not post it on the TV because like a lot of people don't watch TV anymore, and TV is also not like if you want to watch that show on your laptop at school or at work in your break, you yeah, cannot do that because gonna... you don't have the fucking TV with you. You don't you don't bring your uh, your cable TV with you everywhere. Like, no, <laughs> I do bring my Game Boy everywhere or my GameCube. Ah, yeah, and you can your GameCube. My buy. GameCube, yeah. Yo, Separate you bag. got a GameCube. That is pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> I actually have uh, four games now. I have my uh, Mario Kart, Smash Bros, Mario Sunshine, and uh, Animal Crossing. Smash Bros Melee is beautiful it is that's all i have to say <laughs> and so is the animal crossing game i i've I, played I, for uh for a little bit did you like it i, I liked it but it was like i i was playing it uh like on a wednesday night at like 11 p.m so i i played like the introduction then i closed it off for the night 
yeah hard hard to know hard to give a a good review yeah so i'm not gonna judge it right now but maybe like in a couple of weeks great i'll i'll we'll revisit it then if we are podcasting we'll revisit it then um i see that we are almost at the end of our uh, our journey here on the avenue like we walked around the block a couple of times and i see that the sun is setting so uh, we took a little spin the lights are coming on on your new hybrid uh Took a little spin of your new hybrid. Uh, yeah, my Corvette. My sweet yeah, sweet your Corvette. Corvette. We uh, did a uh, we did like a James Corden karaoke, but then instead of the karaoke, we have deep conversations about not being paid for your writing. And thank goodness too. <laughs> thank goodness we're not James Corden. <laughs> oh man, I'm uh, a problematic individual. How long do you think it'll take for James Corden to make a movie about the submarine uh, on the Titanic sinking? Oh. I'd say it's already underway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably this minute. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, listen, is there is there anything else that you want people to know about? The I want, um, obviously, uh, Kian is a great streamer. Uh, if you haven't yet, go follow him on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Kiansaurus. Is it Kiansaurus or Kiansaur? It's Kiansaurus on Twitch. Okay, Kiansaurus. Yes. So that is like a dinosaur, but then instead of dinosaurus, it's Kiansaurus. So it's, it's so that you know. Yeah, yeah. Thank, thank you. That that was very clear. Thank you. You that are was very welcome. Awesome. <laughs> and also, um, if you're listening to this on Spotify, I don't know if Apple Podcast also has this, but if you're listening to this on Spotify on your phone and you put the podcast in full screen mode, so like you zoom in on the podcast, you can leave a Q&A. So if you have anything to ask to me, or if you want to ask Keen something, um, feel free to use the Q&A section for that. Also, you can leave a review. Uh, that helps me out a lot, because then the podcast gets pushed to more people. Please, uh, the algorithm. <laughs> please, the algorithm. And that would be really appreciated. Um... <laughs> what open <laughs> yeah i did if it's okay i want to i want to toss out to anybody who wants is looking for a way to support writers during this time i everybody's doing it um there's an article on the mary sue that will let you know how you can uh get involved and help out all you got to do is google the mary sue and writer strike and you will find it there's also um the wga uh website that uh, that will give you resources there's tons of places to go um i do you think we could link this mary sue article i don't know if, i don't know if the podcast services allows me to but if i if i will if i will i'll i'll put a link in the description It'll be there if it's there, and if it's not, it's not. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I don't know if it's also for outside of the USA, because I know that almost half of our viewership is here in the Netherlands. Right. This, but... is, bo- this is both online and uh, in person. So yeah. there's stuff that people can do across the seas. And also for our Dutchies, you can get the word out um, to yeah. any any person you know please to support our uh, our dear writers yeah and also 
actors and directors and anything. And Teamsters, yeah, there's a whole bunch of people involved. Anybody in that process except corporate. um, Except (laughs) AMPTP. Yes. Thank you for having me on Entertainment Avenue, my friend. It's been great. You are very welcome. (laughs) This was your second drive, but I remember that last time you were not in this hybrid car. No, I wasn't. I've upgraded. I believe you were jogging. <laughs> I, had to, I had to get my steps in. Yeah, you had to get your steps in. <laughs> well, it was great having you, Keen. It was great to be here. Thank you all. Yeah. And uh, I'll at least see you back for our Only Murders in the Building episode, where we speculate <laughs> uh, what will happen. That will, will I be take... back? Who knows? You, you, will, <laughs> you will be back. I'll be back. Well, you'll be back. I'll, I'll be back next week. May, may or may not be back. <laughs> yeah. We will see. But we'll talk about that next time. Well, you'll be back uh, as soon as we have another topic. I'll be back here on the avenue next week, same time, same place. And I hope you guys are there too. And with that being said, I hope you all have a great rest of your day. If you want, you can drive off now. You can go to sleep or you can go to that one appointment you were going to. And... I'm signing off. See you next week.